0: Love Talk Radio
1: Hello, and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, your radio show host for the Spirit Seeker Hour that is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. We are celebrating twenty years in print, um, which is just amazing to me. I I look at how quickly it's gone by, and I'm just so grateful for all of the many people that we have met through Spirit Seeker and helped through Spirit Seeker who have helped us. It's just been this beautiful experience of being on the front lines for 20 years of bringing this magazine to, um, to the Midwest as a print magazine. We're in Chicago, St. Louis, and Kansas City, but we've been published online since 1998. We were ahead of the game in that respect, and we continue to grow our online readership each and every month. Um, and we do ask that if you would like to be uh, notified of who the guests are on the radio show and who um, when the magazine's online. Uh, and other Mind, Body, Spirit events throughout the, the U.S. and into Canada. We don't sell our email list, but we do allow people to advertise on the weekly email newsletter. So um, the other thing that we also do for our email subscribers is we um, have periodic door prizes. We have people who donate books, who donate DVDs, who donate um, tickets to different events. Um, we're going to be having some tickets for the Ren Fest in uh, Kansas City. And we just have all kinds of fun things like that and we reward um our e-subscribers because you know it's it's a holiday every day when i go to the mailbox and um we like to give things away so in order to be eligible for those drawings just please send an email to info info at com asking to be added to the list and then you will hear about all these different events and as i said it's sacred sanct we don't sell it Okay, so I think um, other than mentioning our websites, spiritseeker.com and um, cindymeyer.com, which is C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R.com, I wear many hats, and I'm not going to go into them all here, but um, just know that if you need help, find your way to one of those sites, and we will um, connect you with someone if we're not able to offer that service. Okay, that is it. Here we go. I am so excited. Our guest this evening is Elizabeth Summers, and she is a professional numerologist whose passion is the world of numbers. She um, helps people understand the vibrational behaviors of numbers found in their birth number, their name, and birth date, and patterns. She can help point out cycles and symbols and, you know, help you understand this whole um, thing with numerology, which is fascinating and works. Her readings offer psychological as well as uh, spiritual interpretation. She also interprets double numbers which correlate to the ancient tarot cards and the Hebrew Kabbalah. Her experiences include a widely diversified background in the fields of fields of teaching, business, numerology, neural numerolinguistics, professional writing, lecturing, and counseling. And Elizabeth is the um, monthly columnist who contributes to Spirit Seeker each and every month. And so um, I was just reading her seven article. It looks like July is going to be an interesting month. I'll let her uh, tell you more about that. Um, but. You know, we're lucky to have her articles in in Spirit Seeker. She also um, is in a number of other papers all throughout the U.S. She has her own radio show. Um, She's had numerous appearances on television and radio show programs, um, and those have brought her many international clients. So um, Elizabeth is very similar. You know, she's a perfect vibration for Spirit Seeker. Um, So let's see. She's written workbooks. Um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Elizabeth tell you um the rest. I'm going to bring her on to the air now. So Elizabeth, are you there?
0: I am here, bright <laughs> eyed and bushy t- <laughs> Cindy, okay. And hello to everyone who's listening. Uh, yes, I'm oh my gosh, to be with you. Yes, yes,
1: yes. And, you know, same here. I love your articles. I always look forward to them. And I always see your smiling face when they arrive. I can just feel it. I can feel the sunshine. So I just want to thank you for all that you do. And, um, you know, Elizabeth, tell us just a little bit, like, did you start with astrology? Did you look up the stars? Did you always like, like look at numbers, even as a kid? I mean, how did this journey start with you and all of the gifts that you obviously have this lifetime?
0: Well, in the late 80s, I became very curious about metaphysics. It was just a natural curiosity. I was leaving organized religion. It wasn't working for me anymore. And I just was drawn to investigate, well, tarot cards. And I studied the tarot, the ancient tarot uh, uh, interpretations, the ancient Rider-Waite, And I studied that, and that was interesting, and I went through runes, and I went through pendulum, and I went through, you know, just trying different tools. They're just tools. And uh, then I attended various lectures by spiritual teachers that were coming through town, and I then set up an appointment with a channeler who was, coming through town in Pennsylvania, and uh, in the midst of that channeling, that personal channeling that I was having with him, a guide came through and said, now is when I was to begin my numerology work. And truly, Cindy, I had not a clue what the dude was talking about. I had studied Tarot. I had studied astrology, And now, however, I was being guided to
1: numerology,
0: and the channeler gave me the title of a book that combined all three of those. I got the book, studied it, and the floodgates opened up. Uh, What was happening is I was simply remembering. I firmly believe this to be true. Simply remembering what I knew from other lifetimes, and so it was a curiosity that started me guiding, and I would pick up numerology books, spiritual books so I'm more interested in the spiritual aspects of of numbers and uh, the deeper interpretations of numbers, and not just the uh, basics that are all over the internet, if you will. And as I would go through libraries and bookstores, I'd pick up a book, and I was was like, yeah, mm, very, uh, you know, been there, done that, been there. So 45 books later, I am here, and this oh is what gosh. I do full time, and love it, love it, love it. And it just, I'm very blessed because my gift is the ability to pull it all together for my clients in a storyline that helps them to understand uh, the concept of esoteric numerology, which is my specialty.
1: Which is fabulous. I mean, I have heard um – praises sung from other clients of yours um that have you know that I that have met met you through spirit seeker and or knew you, saw you in Spirit Ticker and went, how did you come across Elizabeth? (laughs) Just like, I was very lucky. And then, you know, you were so generous um, in sending me my, uh, the last radio show after that. You sent me the whole prediction for the next year, which really was like beyond like such a sweet gift. I was like, what? And, you know, I've been fascinated with the mantic sciences from the time I was a little girl. Anything with astrology, anything with, um, you know, astro- you know, astrology, the stars, any kind of anything And what was interesting is that my horoscope, Sidney Omar You probably remember Sidney Omar was like the yes, syndicated yeah. a long time yeah. ago, yes And he would always say every year on your birthday You know, that he'd have the astrology for the day And then if your birthday is today, you know, and, you know and, and so it would say if you were born on June 29th You will have numerous name changes throughout your life And it has been true I've had several names different reasons I was you know my first name and then I was adopted by my stepfather and then um, I got married divorced married divorced okay so and what is interesting is that each and every time I had a different name and each and every time I had a different name then of course I had different numerology
0: yes Uh, however the birth certificate name is the actual name that your soul picked people need to understand that we select our own birth name a soul telepathically goes to the soul of the person or persons who eventually names it as a human usually the mother the spiritual connection is between the soul of the mother and the soul of the child that is the energetic umbilical cord and so anyway But how does that? How does that
1: work, though? Because you know, if the mother takes her husband's name, and that's the name, so so how does that work, Elizabeth? Please explain this.
0: It goes. It's a soul thing. It has nothing to do with the mother's name. It is an energetic exchange, soul to soul, prior to the birth of the child. It telepathically goes to the soul of whomever names it, and said, this is the name that I want, because when I say that name out loud as a human, it is an energy sound, every letter is an energy, that energy is a the theme, is an issue, and the birth certificate, that I'm sending out to the universe, the birth certificate name is your toolbox, that you have accumulated, in previous incarnations, that is, experientially held in the subconscious comes forward into this incarnation to bubble up from the subconscious at given moments of time and human experiences to be used like tools in a toolbox. And so a person's first name is their mechanics. Their, the first letter of every first name is called a cornerstone vibration indicates the attitude of the person In this lifetime, the letter at the end of the first name is called a capstone vibration, and it indicates generally how that person is going to move through life, how they like to do business. The first vowel in a person's first name is like a little window to your soul. And so, therefore, the first name is your human being mundane name. The person's middle name is their emotional toolbox coming in here. And the last name is the spiritual toolbox of memories coming in here that have been inherited from the father's spiritual DNA. Possibly not the daddy, but the vibration that is found in that last name is spiritual qualities. It's kind of like a tribal name, if you will. And therefore, there is so much in that original birth certificate name. Now, one is always, always, always influenced by that original birth certificate name. Any name, like your adoptive name, your married name, the stage names, whatever, that is called an angle of development vibration that adds to the toolbox, because most people have a couple tools missing that need to be worked on in a lifetime especially between the ages of 30 and 55 is when the soul creates emotional and environmental situations to learn those challenges but the angle of development, look at it this way the um, uh, birth certificate name is the professor. The names that come after is like an adjunct professor, is a helper in some fashion. And therefore as you changed names, your life experiences also changed because you were putting those vibrations different from each other out into the universe experientially. I've had many women who contact me, who are getting a divorce, and they're saying, you know, I mean, I just had one this week, who I think I want to get rid of this name and go back to my other name or some other name they create. I do the numbers on it. And many times I say to them, it's a good idea, because this one really was a hummer and didn't do any favors. But it's what that so needed for its spiritual growth in that chapter of its life, does that answer your question?
1: That makes total sense. It really does. It makes total sense. And so, what about when a person? Okay. So wait a minute. Never mind. It just—I I don't even need to know. It's a crazy question, but I get it. I get it. Okay. And, and so it's funny so the first. The, yeah, yeah, the very first time, and you'll appreciate this. And you know, if it's a repetitive story, I apologize. But the very first time I. Um, Experienced a numerology reading was when um, it was in the early '80s, and I was at the Edgar Casey Institute at Virginia Beach, and they had these people who rented rooms out for thirty-five a night. So I was staying with another, you know, follower of Edgar, Edgar Casey, and we were all sitting outside. And this guy says, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to do some numerology readings," and so he did my numerology reading based on my name, and he said, "This doesn't match. This just doesn't match." And I said, "What do you mean it doesn't match?" He said. This doesn't match with the person sitting across from me. Are you sure this is your name? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's my name. He said, your name since birth? And I said, well, no, I was adopted by my stepfather. I said, I never even thought about that. I said, but I've been this name since I was two years old. And he said, but I was actually adopted at six. So I apologize. The first six years, I was a different name. And so he did the numerology with the birth name. And he says, oh, you're a one. Okay, this makes total sense. This matches you. You're a natural leader. You're this, 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 and he says, he said, your new name isn't who you are, and it was like a really weird thing for you know. I was, I didn't totally understand it at the time, but I have mm-hmm. understood it more, and especially you know, you just helped me a lot just with what you said.
0: Mhm. It's it is. Uh, it's like an adjunct professor that for you in that chapter of your life needed that vibration to send to the universe, and it expands in the universe and boomerangs back. That is why words matter. And so many times people will say, we're numbers. You know, what's in that? Oh, stupid. Well, what we write on paper is called numerals. And numerals represent quantities. Six dozen of this, 12 of this, seven of that. However, numbers are esoteric. They're spiritual. They represent qualities of a soul, of a person, of their behaviors. And so what is the work that I do is to interpret a person's qualities that they are working with in this lifetime, what are the qualities that their soul wants them to improve upon, and very quality oriented so it's a different mindset now to come back to something that he said oh you are a one i disagree with his words you are a one not it's not that the one part i've had many clients who they do on to, on the googling and they add their month day and year of birth Together, in fact, every soul chooses the exact millisecond to be born. A soul chooses the month, day, and year of birth. It chooses the time to be born. I don't want to hear about C-sections and premature birth and all of that. No. The soul chooses the millisecond to be born because it is working also as a soul in conjunction with where the energy of the universe is in that millisecond of time. And the universe is the support system to the soul to help it to carry out its game plan for this lifetime. That's why I, where I can, bring in astrology reports to my clients to help them understand who they are as a soul from that perspective. Well, let me go back. The month, day, and year of birth comes to what is called a life path number life lesson number it is not who the person is that life path number is what the soul is here to improve upon the issue it is here to improve upon so you are here to improve upon being a one through behaviors you're here to improve upon leadership initiative drive creativity and whatever who that human actually is as a soul comes from the vows of a person's name. The vows tells me who that soul is as a soul vibrationally that is being played out in this lifetime. And the vows are the heavy hitters. They are they carry the God force. Some cultures don't even put vows into their names out of Respect for how sacred the vows are. The vows are heavy hitters. And taking a point of the name of Elizabeth. When I was younger, people tried to call me Beth or call me Liz. And I always stopped them dead in their tracks. My name is Elizabeth. Why? Because the more vowels in a name we throw out to the universe, the more powerful That name is. And so when it's shortened down to Liz, that's only the letter I. That's a number nine of, yes, humanitarianism and whatever, but the name of Elizabeth has so many more vowels in it that carries much more power to it. And another interesting point. What? Go ahead.
1: No, 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 go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Well, another interesting thing is about a person's first name. And these are things that you just can't get on the Internet, but it's part of the readings that I do for people, is the vowels and the consonants of a person's first name adds to what is called a key vibration, K-E-Y. It's the total and the first name only of consonants, and vowels. This key vibration is indicative of how that human will handle emotional situations in this lifetime. The name of Elizabeth adds to a seven. I call seven the Greta Garbo number. I want to be alone. Now, when I do readings for 20, 30 years old, you get this blank stare on their face like, well, yeah, who's that sort of thing? But we older folks know who Greta Garbo is, and her famous line is, I want to be alone. So the number seven of Elizabeth, usually emotionally or physically, those people can be loners. They need to live in a peaceful environment. They uh, cannot stand crowds. It's very interesting how these numbers will give indications of personalities. And, you know, Once we have a clear understanding of that, it makes sense and we can live our lives in a much more empowered way. My whole focus through the work that I do with my people is to give them concrete, practical and spiritual information to empower them, to help them to understand their life that they have put together. Every soul puts together their own life. That's a predestination. But before they're born, they look back over previous lifetimes. They decide, your free will decide, you know, I think this needs a little bit of improvement. That's why I'm born on this Monday or whatever. And then from their karmic group, they call people into, by sole contract, to play various roles. Like on Broadway, roles. In their lives in various chapters, and here Cindy is another really cool thing to I want everybody to know. We choose our parents we choose t- our parents I totally agree one hundred percent
1: one hundred percent yep
0: we choose our parents from our karmic group while we're in spirit and those parents uh, the nuclear family particularly but the parents the mother and the father who are playing a role of mother and a role of father are called imprinters. And here's the real spiritual lesson here in understanding that we choose our parents because they imprint upon the child through their behaviors, the parents' behaviors, aspects of the soul of the child that it was in other lifetimes that in this lifetime, using its free will, will decide to continue those behavioral patterns or to say, I do not think so. I don't like that at all. And they will leave frequently the nuclear family and strike out on their own. That knowledge of that fact, that those parents are mirrors of enough that we were. And sometimes, you know, that's hard to swallow. You're kidding. I'm not like my mother. I'm not. (laughs) Well, maybe in this lifetime you're not, but she's showing you who you were. That's the deal that you cut, and that leads to forgiveness, to forgiveness. There's the lesson. To forgive yourself, to honor the fact that she's showing you, he's showing you who you are, now, here's the cool thing as an, adoptive, uh, as an adoptee. Metaphysics teaches that the adoptive parent is the true soul that your soul wanted to teach you life lessons. The mother and father, uh, whatever the agreement was before you were born, They said, we will get you there. We will get you into humans. But we can't hang out. We've got our own thing going. You know, i got other deals that I cut. But we'll get you there. And then we have to go. And that's when the adoptive by soul agreement, before you were born, stepped in and said, okay, I'll pick up where you leave off. And I'll take care of it for the rest of the way. So what is.
1: about what about okay, so I, I I get this by the way. I totally get it. It's like almost like you agree with this soul because you still needed whatever lessons were from the soul parent you picked. And maybe it's to trust. Maybe it's to trust that you're gonna to get to the parents who are gonna give you your life lessons that you that to support you. But for me, I was um I was adopted by a stepfather, so does that change this at all?
0: No, it's the soul agreement. Okay, no,
1: makes sense. It
0: makes sense. The stepfather is a human terminology of of uh, tribal, but the agreement is between your soul and the soul of the entity that is playing the human role of. Stepfather. Okay. You understand, you understand what I'm saying?
1: Yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah I do. It's just, I do. And it's is, like, you yeah, know, what we do. yeah. I mean, my stepfather's family were from France, immigrants from France. I got the whole experience of of farm life i got the experience of being you know then raised as a catholic and those rituals i love the rituals i mean i loved the prayers i loved the fasting i loved i just loved all of it you know as a kid that was just you know i was i was it 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 felt like coming home and they never treated my older brother and me any differently than their other grandchildren they were just remarkable in that way it was just we were brought into the the, the tribe and You know, and it's fascinating, you know, how much those roots affect you throughout life. And, um, you know, it was just a blessing. I mean, and I would never have gotten that from my um, father's family, biological, never, never, never. (laughs) Yeah, so it was like, it just, and I remember watching my great-aunts, I was just having this discussion, there's a, like a friend in my circle who's going all white, and I'm like, you look beautiful. I said, but you know, what was modeled for me is my great aunts into their 80s, like dyeing their hair and beautiful makeup and, you know, like the whole French thing. And I said, "I said, you know, I said, one day maybe. I said, but boy, I don't know. I think I'm still, you know, I that's my role model. I know it sounds weird, but I just remember looking at them as a little girl. They would play cards, and they'd all be speaking in French, and I was just fascinated, just fascinated.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. But they were mirrors of the you that you were in other lifetimes. And I get that's it. Why I get it. Has a comfort level. Yes. It's yeah. It's very, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. Those in our lives are mirrors of us that we were in other centuries. And many of my people. When I point that out to some people, what? well, I am not nasty like he's treating me nasty and whatever. But maybe in six oh seven nine oh three, when you two were in partnership, you were that way. And in this lifetime, you have to make a free will choice to be different from what you are being shown. Hmm. So, Elizabeth,
1: I want you to just scan your mind and share. Of course, it will be anonymous. We won't know who this person is. But just Pick one or two case studies where you were able to help someone, like with this deep soul understanding, and their life was. I mean, I know you affect lives all the time. I I know that, but if you can just think of one or two cases where it was just magic, and anything you want to share with that.
0: Wow, gosh, let me. I know I'm putting about... you on the spot, and oh, you don't have I to know. answer. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, we have a couple thousand people for me to scan my mind about. Kind of I thing. know. All right. I, I'm going to, uh, all right, someone comes to mind that uh, years ago, very circuitously through uh, a, a distant associations, she came to know me and I did readings for her and um numerology readings and helped her to understand herself and then her life experience changed that she started to go through a divorce and lost all her worldly goods as a consequence of that went into deep depression went into a drug therapy went down in there and she constantly kept in touch with me and I was able, through my work, not just as a numerologist, but as a spiritual counselor also with the work that, uh, other work that I do, I, she just stuck with me, and I stuck with her and brought her, helped her survive, actually. And she went through several changes. And I, would, and I would say to her, no, just wait. In the month of blah, 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 it's going to turn, and you're going to start to move on to a whole new direction. And that's exactly what happened. And then I continued to work with her numerologically and spiritually, and today she has come through the storm. I also teach the ancient Yijing which has helped me tremendously, spiritually speaking, since the 80s. And on my website, on the store on my website, people can order my workshop and a CD where I I teach people this all the time. And I taught this person that I'm talking about that also. I gave her spiritual tools to get in touch with her soul, And moved her through the storm. And the ancient Yijing teaches, do not be intimidated by the storm. And always remember that after the storm is a rainbow. And I kept showing her with the tools that I use with my clients. I kept reminding her of the rainbow. And today she's perfectly mentally, emotionally healthy and uh often running like a wild horse running through the plains of Kansas
1: isn't that beautiful i mean and and you know this is the whole deal you can lead a horse to water you can't make them drink you can offer the information it's up to the person to receive the information and yes. this woman listened she studied she grasped it and she changed her life
0: yes she she had a choice Yijing also teaches when you are at the crossroads of your life, do not stay in the crossroads too long. And I always think of the closing scenes when I have that thought of the um, uh, well, of course, his name uh, uh, where that guy was uh, marooned on an island and had that box he had to deliver and he at the last scenes are he's at crossroads do I go left and deliver this FedEx box to her and whatever it's going to be or do I go straight ahead or do I go so therefore life is full of choices and in the charts that I do and in the readings that I do for my clients I can see I can through the numerology It's like a language to me. I do four pages all by hand, Cindy. Nothing is done on the computer. Nothing is done on the computer. Because as I'm moving through all of the formulas, four pages, that represent various parts of that person's life and personality, I begin to feel them. I begin to see their issues. I begin to see if they are followers or leaders. When are the turning points in their lives? These are all formulas that I use. Where there is stumbling blocks. And when I'm done, I know that person. And that's what I share with them when they call me on the phone for their readings. I tell them either in a natal reading, I look at the big blueprint that they put together, You know, we've all just put our own blueprint together. We're just playing it out chapter by chapter. But also in a transit reading, a calendar reading,
1: definitely
0: there are formulas that say when to hold them, when to fold them. There are are codes that say it's all over, but you're shouting, baby. A time of new beginnings. And so, for instance, if someone is in a nine-year, We go in nine-year cycles, And a nine-year, that can be pretty dramatic. And a nine is a nine is a nine. But, Cindy, is it an 18-nine, which is the moon card in Tarot? That can be pretty dramatic. Is it a 27-nine, which says, okay, something is ending, but a 27-nine is the ace of wands in Tarot, the hand of God's coming out and giving you an opportunity for a whole new beginning. If it's a 36-9, that is in the end of a career train. That can be a little emotional disruption. What a 45-9 says, major emotional changes. So if I have a client that's coming who's ready to slit her wrists, you know what I mean, and I see right. if it's a 45-9 or she's in, I get it. I know this person is in emotional crisis. I talk to her about that. And I give her the rainbow. I'm able to see where there is light at the end of the tunnel. And you usually call it to the month. It's fabulous. This work is fabulous. And I'm I, you know. folks. It's not me. Yeah, but you're a fabulous
1: awesome. mouthpiece. Listen to you. Your little mind works all the time. I bet you. I bet you. You know, it's it's okay. It's it's different, but it's similar. I walked into a closing, one of my real estate closings, the other day, and it was at a title company I'd never been to. You know, the the, the client chose the lender, and you know, and they chose the title company. So here I walk in, and it's this bright red furniture. I mean, it's like it was. It was like where are the sunglasses. But I mean it, it was okay, but it didn't really match the the room and I was and I I was just taken aback by it and then I and then I looked at the rest of the space I thought, Oh, I can see how this kind of fits. Okay, I can see and I and then I read the energy of the people in the place and I was just like, Okay And so my client saw me. Like I said I said, I can't help it. I said, because of the feng shui part of me Everywhere I go, you you can't stop it. You can't turn it off. You know, you 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 analyze the space.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You, you know, I mean, yes, you can, but you know, it's just you know, I read rooms, I read the layout, I read, you know, is this set up for conversation? Is this set up for you know, what's the deal with this room? And it's like, I I know that you know, and then also with feng shui, there's the three 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 nine nine nine, you know, there's nine areas, three this way, it's like tic tac toe. So, you know, you start to think of everything, or I do anyway. It's like you analyze, I'm analyzing everything all the time. Like, oh, that's the relationship corner. Oh, that's this. Oh, that's, you know, and it's and numbers fascinate me. I. I am going I'm turning 62 In a couple Of well On the 29th of this month So on 7 seven the next, next week One week from today And I'm like Okay I wonder how my 62 Is going to be Compared to my 61 And I'm like Okay so I've gone From a 7 Which I would assume Is is uh, And a correct me Please if I'm wrong Would be more about A spiritual year And It was It was a challenging year In many ways It was It was It was an interesting year
0: uh, um, and, uh let me just explain that to you. I don't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Age, please do. Everybody, to answer your question, and I'll tell you why it was a challenging year for you. Everybody's. there are various aspects in a chart that gives me general themes of issues that a person will go through in the year that they are in, the age that they're in. Everyone who is 61 years of age, yes, has choices to make. But there is a formula technically called an age digit that applies to everybody's age. And age 61 by formula, which I'm not going to explain, comes with a theme of the death card in Tarot of major transition and growth. And that applies to everybody who is 61 years of age. 62 years of age, and, uh, and you're the sun sign of cancer. But in my experience, the older a person gets astrologically, more and more they become their ascendant or their rising sign. And so, therefore, the sun sign is more mundane, more prevalent, in the younger years of a person's life, this is just my, uh, my viewpoint uh, okay. to all you astrologers out there who might be listening, shaking your head no, but based on my 25-plus years of experience, this holds true. The rising sign starts really intensifying between at the early 40s which is frequently astrologically called the midlife crisis where a person starts really reassessing their life and every decade has their own general theme. The 30s are a little squirly-burly where in the 30s a soul picks up the value system. The number three is about value, the value system that was predominant in previous lifetimes and plays it out. Again, value-wise, in the 30s. That's why frequently they're here, there, and everywhere like little hummingbirds. But once a soul hits the 40s, settle down, focus, planning, organizing. 46 years of age onward, my belief system experientially is that ascendant or rising sign intensifies, intensifies, intensifies. So, all of you out there who know your rising sign, that is what you want to become attentive to. So, at 62 years of age, your age digit is about house and relationships and separations sometimes in close in relationships. The real transit comes by formula of your personal year that you are in. Uh, where you are in a nine-year cycle, and then we finish that, we go on another one. And every nine-year cycle has two big umbrella energies, two big themes. I call them, one is called a peak cycle, but the other one is called a success. And there's only four of them in a lifetime. I call them the four hooky-doos because they're really wind-up success. Hell to say sometimes when they start out but we always wind up with champagne bottles at the top of Pikes Peak here in Colorado. And so know that you are going to be dealing with uh, relationships and sometimes separation in relationships and house and fluffing up things and Venus energy.
1: Well, and, you know, I read about, you know, I read your sixth article this month, and I and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that Venus played into that that much um, with the sixth vibration. But it made sense because, you know, six is emotional fulfillment and, you know, all, all of that. But what I find fascinating is that eight that I am going to be one week from today, my rising is Taurus, and Taurus is all about Venus and money. That's
0: right. That's right. The three signs, and astrology that are the best money handlers. Taurus, Capricorn, and Scorpios, the best money handlers.
1: I did not know Scorpio. That's fascinating. Is that, huh? I mean, I, and I knew Taurus, Taurus. I knew Capricorn. I, yeah.
0: Taurus, Interesting. Um, they're stubborn, and they do not like change. And usually they have to be shoved, shoved out of situations in life. Gets old after a while, but it's because they're tenacious. They're very security oriented, and they dig their heels in. And they're frequently collectors, collectors of plates and artwork, and they love Mother Earth and flowers and beautiful things. Yeah, Taurus. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and with your cancer, your sun signs cancer. Yes. Mhm. Yeah. See, so that is a lovely combination that loves beauty and French and makeup and you know all of that loveliness. <laughs> now, the the new moon this weekend is in the sign of Cancer, and so oh, I know. this is an excellent yep. new moon dealing with home, especially for Cancerians. Home and family, so if you're thinking of real estate or if you're thinking about fluffing up around the house or buying new furniture or whatever, or some family issues uh it, it's it's here. This is gaining gaining strength for all cancerians, yep.
1: Right. And you know what's funny, Elizabeth, and, I, and you know, I'm going to go to questions in case anyone has a question, is my moon is in Scorpio. So I'm looking at this whole deal and I'm like, okay, that's fascinating. I just never really knew Scorpio was good with money. I didn't know that it was a money sign. I knew Taurus mm-hmm. was, I knew Capricorn, and I know Cancer's like security of money, but I just never really thought about that with Scorpio.
0: Well, you know, I think Scorpio, and it's your moon sign, bless your heart, is the toughest vibration, the the toughest sign, I think, in the zodiac. Because it's ruled by Pluto that rules the underground, that rules the death and rebirth. And Scorpios, and you emotionally, if it's your moon sign, they dredge up from the mud of whatever lifetime situations and relationships that kind of sign them, and they have to deal with it, have no idea where this is coming from, I think it's a toughie. So bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, my gosh. I, I have a gift that I want to give to your listeners that oh, I share yeah, yeah. with you yeah. in an email that oh, um, it's, a, a, it's a free gift. So those... To the listeners, go to my website, elizabethsummers.com, Summers Like the Season. On the menu bar, look for Radio Shows. There are 40-plus topics there that can be ordered by people who want various topics of, that I have done a whole show about. For your listeners, and they've got to tell me that they listen to me on Cindy Meyer, here's the free part, is go to my website, to the menu bar, to the radio show, scroll down, select one show topic that you would like me to send to you as an MP3 to your inbox, select whatever topic, I'll go back to the menu bar, to the contact Elizabeth, send me an email. I'll get your email address. It'll have a message part where you put in whatever show topic you want me to send to you and tell me that you heard me on Cindy Meyer so I can tell Cindy how fabulous her people are who are listening. And within a couple hours, once I get that, I will send to your inbox a download of my radio show topic that you selected. free.
1: That is so nice, Elizabeth. And seriously, listeners, there's a lot of information on Elizabeth's website. I you know, I always review a site before I interview a guest and you have a lot of information there, Elizabeth. It's it's sweet that you're this generous and take advantage of this. She has all kinds of different, you know, information and, you know, you've heard her brilliance tonight. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you hear Elizabeth's voice and you're just uh I, I'm I'm fascinated by your voice. I'm just like, oh I, I guess, oh. it's. <laughs>
0: well, you know, speaking of voice too, and this is free too to anyone who's listening on my website on the homepage. On the, there's a sidebar, <clears throat> and you listeners can sign up for my daily number wisdoms, which I send out every single day, thirty one days giving you the energy of the day. It's uncanny, Cindy, how accurate it is. The numerology is accurate. And now I have put on my daily number wisdoms that goes out to my whole database and is on my Facebook page, actually. Elizabeth Summers on Facebook. I now have a video also where I talk more information about the energy of the day. People are loving that. Thank God I did my makeup and hair that day. What can I say? And (laughs) it is so instructive. Most of my work is on the phone. And people never see me. And sometimes I say, praise the Lord. What can I say? And, however, these videos that are on my daily number wisdoms, I'm talking right to the person. They're reading it, but also I'm giving them a lot more information, the energy of that day. And that's free. It comes out every day. My newsletters get sent out. My special offers get sent out. A lot of that is found right on my uh, website also. And I have a store there where I sell my workbook that I designed for beginners, numerology beginners. My Eugene class that I teach, which has CDs. Ds. I mean, they're, you're right. They're, I look at that and I think There's a Elizabeth. lot of it. It's a <laughs> lot. You <laughs> <laughs> what are you all thinking
1: it- it is, but you know people right now more than ever and and I do want to just talk up just a little bit about you know the energy of two thousand and seventeen. Um, I don't know if you want to talk anything, and this is up to you um, about the political situation, but what I hear from people over and over again is we it just feels like we've never been able to relax since before and after the election, and it's it's just people are more awake. Or not.
0: Well, it's 2 and 11 2, and that's a very high strung vibration. As we move into uh, the upcoming year from our birthday, United States birthday in July, we will move into a 3 year and a twelve-three year, which is the hangman card, and there's going to be a shift in our values, attitude adjustment, but everyone is hyperactive. They're very high strung, and it also has to do with karmic issues. Uh, um, so I really prefer not to get into a lot of uh, political uh, predictions and what have you which I have them uh, and I speak them privately to people Uh, for instance I knew uh, numerologically that Hillary Clinton was not going to be the president I knew she was going to lose and I knew he was going to win and I had uh, clients and close friends who when we were coming up to the election last November, they were in hysterics because they're all Trumpers and he wasn't, he was just, it was like a little wacko. And I said, wait, 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 it'll turn in October. And sure enough,
1: that's exactly right. what
0: happened.
1: So It's so um, funny. I had the opposite because the Spirit Seeker readers for the most part, um, they, you know, they thought for sure Hillary was going to be the president. And I said, I, know. I don't All, think so. Yep. I said, there's so. going to be yep. something. I said, and then even after the election's finished, there's going to be some kind of snag where it's it's not exactly finished.
0: <laughs> and and listen, people thought I know. it was crazy. Yeah, but no, you're absolutely right. Um, we're going to have to get into 2018, but uh, to really – Uh, And the closer this time next year, we're going to get into the death card, major transition of growth. So it's very – I got it in my charts, but I prefer not to go into great detail. Numerologically, I called it. And I called it last time, too, when she was – when she ran the first time – Everyone it was this and that, and she's so fine. I said, no, you watch in February. It's going to turn, and that's exactly what happened. So this work that the ancients gave us, gave me, uh, to use as a tool to help people in the readings that I do. And anyone who wants to have a reading with me, just go to my website, It'll say numerology readings. I'm also a medium. I talk to dead people and the angels (laughs) and whatever. And I also do psychic intuitive work. People have questions. And all of that's explained there, as you you saw. But just if you want a reading, go to numerology readings. Scroll down. Great detail. You'll see what I do. The prices are there. And I see my people. I do readings for people. Usually within two weeks. There's none of this waiting one month and three years oh, and whatever. No. Don't you hate it? I mean, I,
1: I yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um, because, because normally when people so are ready for the reading, they're ready for the reading, and two weeks is fine. Right. But you know, some of them are three months out, and it's just oh, it's tedious. No. Genius. No. A lot of
0: things work six days a week. I always get my people in here, because, and I record everything. That's the cool thing. I record everything. They get an MP3. They get a CD. None of this. Oh, I'm not going to record because I fry the recorder and all. No. I look at that as a liability issue. If you believe in the work that you are doing as an instrument of Mother, Father, God, there's no fear about I'm not going to record just in case I get sued. I have, no. Everything, first of all, Cindy, You have heard, I never shut up. I mean, it just rolls. No one can write fast enough to keep up with me to take notes. I record everything. They get an MP3 immediately after the reading, and they get a CD in the mail, and then whatever else they order, they also get that. Oh, yeah. But once I put those headsets on, I never shut up. Spirit just so lets me lets me roll.
1: Okay. So listeners, it's elizabethsummers.com, just like the season summer, but there's an s on the end. Um www.elizabethsummers.com. And um you are a fascinating guest. I want to have you on at least once a year if not more because you know, Elizabeth, you bring so much to the table. I really want to thank you for all that you bring to so many people and your enthusiasm for life. You know, it just comes through. It just radiates and it's authentic. So from my you, heart darling. to your heart. Thank you. Oh my gosh, and thank you so much for for be, being a part of Spirit Seeker each and every month. I mean, I I I just can't wait till your articles come in, and you know, it's just they're always spot on. So thank you for all Go that ahead. you do, and um and you know, readers, they're the you know the the June issues on online, and the July issue will be on uh, July 1st. But seriously. Join our email list. You get a chance to win things. And, you know, it's not just that you're part of a community and where people are connected by their minds and their hearts and their spirits. It just changes the world. So send an email to info at spiritseeker.com. We will add you to our email list. Do the contact button on Elizabeth's. Get your daily numerology reading, which I'm going to do. I didn't, I, I didn't know. I missed that somehow. So I'm going to do that, too. So I'll, I'll get a daily reading. I'm excited. Okay, so just have a beautiful day. Enjoy the summer. We just had our summer solstice. We have a lot of light infused on our planet right now. Enjoy the summer and um, we'll be back on the air. We're we're taking a little bit of a um, summer schedule with the radio show. We will be on the air the first Thursday of each month for uh, July and August and then the rest of the month there are over... 1,000 archived interviews. Just enjoy them, and we'll be back full steam uh, weekly in September. So, Elizabeth, thank you so much. Okay. Oh, darling, grateful, uh,
0: grateful, grateful, grateful okay. for the opportunity. Okay. Hugs, everybody. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Good night.